Hello everyone and welcome. I've just realised I'm wearing this jacket again that seems to be making a lot of noise when I record so I will do my best to remain still. I listened to this Buddhist lecture this morning. Maybe lecture is not the best word, <laughs> but um, a Buddhist talk. And the speaker mentioned a question they asked themselves when their eyes opened in the morning. And the question was, what's my internal weather like? find this question quite useful because it was almost a new way of asking how you're feeling and sometimes explanations or words can be quite cumbersome can be quite it can almost wake up a complex stream of thoughts So perhaps that's something you can ask yourself in the morning. And the speaker elaborated on, on the weather, seeing you know, if it's a clear sunshine, if you're happy. Perhaps there's some clouds, if, there, if there's some confusion. Maybe there's some rain, if you're feeling sad. Or maybe you wake up to a storm. But the idea of the question was simply to begin your practice first thing in the morning. As soon as the eyes open, that question is asked and you become aware of how, how am I feeling. For me personally, when I wake up, I I'm very susceptible to going into thinking what am I going to do today or how am I going to get through today so they're probably not the most helpful questions so this is something I'm going to take forward and ask myself in the morning to begin my awareness practice as soon as my eyes open so I thought I'd share that with you I was also going to share my experiences at the at the doctors as well and I will do that in a moment. And before I forget any for any new listeners, I'd like to give you a special welcome. Thank you for tuning in. And this podcast is pretty much me just sharing my journey into spiritual into spiritual practices, into my journey into being in the present moment and it's there also to help myself into reaffirm my practices and and what I'm learning and also to share 
to help and maybe even in, inspire. And I see this almost as if we are all doing this together. It's in terms of a community, we are all, if it is listening, we are all on this journey together. And in some ways, we are all helping one another, I hope. <laughs> if there's any, anybody else you know who are, who's going through a similar journey, or, or even if they're not going through this journey of awakening, perhaps there's something by watching some videos or reading or a pointer that you've, you've got from one of these audios, perhaps that, that may come, become useful for someone else to hear as well. And often in these podcasts I share examples of my life and how I try and apply spiritual practice to these examples as well. I'm actually um, in my car again and I'm parked up outside a, outside a service station just off the motorway and as I went in and walked past the shops, and it was quite busy in there, I noticed a person staring at me with great intensity, perhaps even aggression in his stare. I didn't look directly at the person, but I'm sure perhaps you've gone through that before where someone has been staring at you and even even a glancing look you can you can gauge perhaps how intense it was so I was walking to the toilets and this gentleman was was eating and and I could see he was staring at me and his eyes were following me so and then once I came back came back the same way Again, he was staring at me with great intensity. And I, I walked past him and, and he continued to, his eyes continued to watch me. And perhaps it was my appearance, my long beard or something about me, maybe the colour of my skin. But as I sat down and, and began to eat, I, I, be, I continued to ponder this as well. I wasn't angry or upset in, in, in some ways, because I'm not sure if that would have helped me to do that, you know. Because again, that, that would have created a story. You know, how dare he do this? And I could have assumed he was racist when that may not be the case. He may have just not like the colour of my jacket, it could have been many things. But as I sat down and began to eat, I, I pondered this and I came to the realisation that it was duality. He saw my thought, my form, my body, my appearance, and there was something different there from him that he didn't like. And I realised there was pain there. He, to stare at someone aggressively is not a, a pleasurable thing to do. It's, it stems from pain. 
and I thought duality is the root of that and if you were to break down the duality you could you may think you know from my appearance it may mean that I'm a dangerous person perhaps he's encountered or seen on the news people who are committing committing harm to others and maybe I look similar to, to those people so maybe in his mind everyone who may look similar to that is they're all the same but they're different and if he was looking at me through the present moment looking at me through the knowing of oneness then there wouldn't be a reaction because there would be no one to react to and as I finished my meal I did my best to not let this although it may seem like a small incident I, I did my best not to let it affect me because at the current time I'm going through some um, mental health issues and so I didn't feel like my strongest I felt as soon as I saw that stare I, I've seen that many times before unfortunately and So whenever someone is perhaps rude to you without, especially without reason or somebody treats you unfairly or harshly, perhaps do your best to not make that into a story of you know, how dare they speak to me this way perhaps acknowledge the pain in, inside of them because often when people are angry or aggressive or rude often it's because there is lots of pain inside of them and it's not to say you know don't stand up for yourself and being in a present moment the right action will happen if 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 there is action needed or if there is no action needed in the present moment then you would acknowledge that as well that nothing can be done so I just wanted to share that quickly with you while, while it was fresh in my mind fresh experience another example was when I visited a doctor's surgery and I'm going to try my best here not to make this into a story. Um, I thought I'd use this example in my life just to illustrate spiritual practices and how I'm trying to implement them in my life. So for the previous listeners, as you know, I'm currently applying for benefits and applying for financial aid uh, because of my mental health at the moment. 
and I had to go to the doctor to get a a a note from them to you know almost like a, a, a certificate to say yes this person is 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 not well and and when I went to see this doctor they, there was no sympathy there was no understanding about mental health so it was a very difficult appointment that took place and the best way I can describe it is is this may seem a bit harsh but if I was to train a doctor to to be triggering to somebody who has mental health issues then this doctor was pretty much doing that they were saying things that were extremely triggering to me um, and unfortunately they didn't handle that situation in the best way and I'm considering whether to go into details about, about this appointment but perhaps that that won't add anything to, to, to what this the lesson is here so in that appointment there was lots of misunderstanding the doctor was almost drawing conclusions without any information about about me and in that moment fortunately there was some awareness there I noticed some anger arise in me um, because often um, not being believed about my health is, is a quite a big trigger for me and this was being um, triggered m multiple times during that appointment and I noticed in this awareness that It's not going to be any use if I suddenly start shouting or, or get angry. So as they talked, I, you know, I took a deep breath and I tried to construct a clear sentence in my head of what I can say to communicate with this doctor. And it wasn't so much in my mind, I just tried to remain centred. Because as soon as you take something personally, meaning something is affecting your ego, then often you would speak from that place. And often you're not speaking to resolve the situation, you're speaking from, you know, maybe to cause them pain sometimes as well. So I did my best to remain centred and put forward my explanation and it wasn't understood. And in that moment, I th it came to me, what can you do? There's nothing that can be done here. And so I, I stopped saying much at all, even though I didn't agree with what the doctor was saying to me. But that's just an example of, of how when you're in the present moment, when you are being centred, then you reduce the amount of pain caused. There was pain with the doctor's actions, but there wasn't. I wasn't adding to the pain, causing more pain. 
and in, in a few moments I'm going to read another section of Eckhart Tolle's book The Power of Now and I think he touches upon this about not adding more pain to yourself and often that comes through identifying with the ego Okay, so I'm going to now just load up my Kindle and begin reading. I was going to expand a bit more into an example, but perhaps it may not be as useful. I think hopefully I've, I've given the gist of that example and, and perhaps a teaching within that that we can perhaps all apply to the situation as well. So I thought I'd, I would end this episode with some more of the power of now and I will pick up where we left off in the last episode if you have ever been in a life or death emergency situation you will know that it wasn't a problem the mind didn't have time to fool around and make it into a problem in a true emergency, the mind stops. You become totally present in the now. And something infinitely more powerful takes over. This is why there are many reports of ordinary people suddenly becoming capable of incredibly courageous deeds. In any emergency, Either you survive or you don't. Either way, it is not a problem. Some people get angry when they hear me say that problems are illusions. I am threatening to take away their sense of who they are. They have invested much time in a false sense of self. For many years, they have unconsciously defined their whole identity in terms of their problems or their suffering. Who would they be without it? A great deal of what people say, think or do is actually motivated by fear, which of course is always linked with having your focus on the future and being out of touch with the now. As there are no problems in the now, there is no fear either. Should a situation arise that you need to deal with now, your action will be clear and incisive if it arises. out of the present moment awareness. It is also more likely to be effective. It will not be a reaction coming from the past, 
conditioning of your mind, but an intuitive response to the situation. In other instances, when the time-bound mind would have reacted, you will find it more effective to do nothing. Just stay in the centered now. So that was from page 66 of The Power of Now. And again, Eckhart is mentioning the root of our pain and root of our problems, which is identifying with our ego, which is being in the time mind any thought in the mind is usually about the past or future even if something just happened a few seconds ago that's already the past so no thoughts can exist when you are in the now And as we mentioned in the previous section of Eckhart's book where he's mentioned problems come from thoughts and this turns into pain. Thank you so much for tuning in today in this episode. If you would like to support or contribute towards this podcast, please see the description below. There'll be links and ways of of how you can support if you wish to do so. I'd like to wish you well in this one present moment. And I will speak to you again very soon.